Ah, 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 welcome to another episode of Chico Metrics. I'm your host, Chico. I break down all things sports all the time, but today, I want to talk about what transpired about an hour ago, which is the Philadelphia 76ers being eliminated by the Boston Celtics in five games. I also want to talk about the Houston Rockets upcoming series with the Golden State Warriors and who the X Factors in that series will be. And also the Cleveland Cavaliers upcoming series with the Boston Celtics. But first, let me talk about this game five in Boston where they defeated the Philadelphia 76ers by a score of 114 to 112. Uh, First, I just want to give my congratulations to the Boston Celtics team. Uh, Brad Stevens as well. He's, He's a great coach. Probably the second best coach in the NBA behind Popovich. Some people want to say he's a better coach than Popovich. I'm not sure I'd put him on that level yet, but he's definitely up there. Uh, Jalen Brown was huge in that series. So was Terry Rozier and uh, Jason Tatum as well. He balled out. He played unbelievable. But it's hard for me to do. It's upsetting because I honestly thought the Philadelphia 76ers could have won this series. I mean, getting down 3-0, it's pretty much impossible. Well, it is impossible to come back. No team in NBA history has done that. But what I'm trying to say is the Sixers easily could have won four out of the five games. And it's depressing knowing that. But we do have a young team. I do expect us to step up next year and have a much better or at least improve, because we did have a really good year this year, going 52-30, and 30, but I'm expecting some major improvement from this team and from head coach Brett Brown. But let me get into this game. So the Celtics, obviously, they play, they play great. I thought the Sixers played great as well, but these refs, these refs were killing me, man. They were absolutely killing me. I'm not one who blames refs on losing games for teams because in the end, the players play and the refs are just trying to do their jobs. But the Boston Celtics were in the bonus with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, which take that take that how you may. Um, I don't really think that's supposed to happen. And then down the stretch in a two-point game with 11 seconds to go, the 76ers inbounded the ball to Joel Embiid. Now, first of all, before I go into that, I just want to say that the refs were letting them play down the stretch. They weren't really calling like any fouls, to be honest with you, which I like. I mean, it's good to let the players play, but you got to take action when action is needed. And action was needed with 11 seconds to go when Joel Embiid got an inbound and was going to work on Aaron Baines. He got absolutely slaughtered twice. Hacked. Right on the arm, right in front of the ref, no call. Ball goes out of bounds, off Joel Embiid's knee. Game over, pretty much. I just, I did not understand why they didn't call it. I mean, first of all, Joel Embiid, you can make an argument he's the best center in the league. He deserves that call. Aaron Baines, Aaron Baines does not deserve any call to go in his favor. I'm sorry. He's not some superstar. 
He's not some stud. He's a decent player. He played pretty well in that series. He was shooting like 50% from three, which I did not expect. But still, Joel Embiid deserves that call. And that could have changed that game. Absolutely terrible. And plus, J.J. Redick, man. J.J. Redick. <sighs> he had a great year this year. I can't lie. He was averaging nearly 18 points per game uh, on his one-year $23 million deal. Uh, it was definitely a great pickup for us. He definitely helped this team. But down the stretch, man, he choked. He simply choked. We had a two-point lead with one one eleven to go in the fourth quarter. And TJ McConnell makes a great pass to a wide-open J.J. Redick, who is a three-point specialist. And he came up short. It wasn't even really close, to be honest with you. I just don't understand how that guy can make the craziest fallaway shots. Craziest fallaway shots. But then wide open three-pointers, he can't hit them. Same thing with Marco Bellinelli, too. They're both similar. They make the craziest drunk shots, pretty much. And they can't knock down the easy ones. And that's terrible. Terrible. But I'm not going to make that the whole reason why the Sixers lost. Uh, I'm going to give credit to the Boston Celtics. As I said, they played great in the series. And they performed in crunch time. You can call that um, Brad Stevens out coaching Brett Brown. You could call it the 76ers young players not performing. There's a lot of different angles to look at it. But in the end, the Celtics deserve the win. And now they're moving on to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. But... A lot of people are saying that the Boston Celtics are going to own the 76ers for at least the next four or five years. And I'm going to tell you right now that I am not hearing any of that. Whenever someone says that to me, I'm not listening. Now, don't get me wrong. I know the Celtics play without... Gordon Hayward, and Kyrie Irving in this series. And the 76ers had their full team, besides obviously Markel Fultz not being able to shoot. But they had their full team, and the Celtics did not. So many people view it as, hey, once Hayward comes back, once Kyrie comes back, they're going to dominate the Philadelphia 76ers. And with the team that the Sixers have now, I would probably agree with you. But I think the 76ers are going to make some, I wouldn't say big changes, but we're definitely going to bring in a star player, a shot creator, which is someone that we need. I mean, during the regular season, we were dominating teams with our three ball, with teams backing off of Ben Simmons and allowing the shooters to get open. But the Boston Celtics shut that down this series. Brad Stevens put on, an unbelievable coaching effort. And he really exposed Ben Simmons for not having a jump shot. I saw a stab where he was minus 63, which is his net differential during the series. And, he, and the Sixers were plus 48 when he was off the court. I'm not going to blame everything on Ben Simmons. He's a star player. He's going to win rookie of the year. He's going to be an absolute superstar. And many people say he could be the next LeBron James. 
I don't think there is going to be a next LeBron James, but Ben Simmons is going to be damn near close. Joel Embiid's going to get better as well. Markel Fultz is going to fix his jump shot. I promise you that. He's 19 years old. He's going to figure that out. And plus, I'm expecting the Philadelphia 76ers to bring in a guy like a Paul George, like a Kawhi Leonard, or even the LeBron James. Why would LeBron James stay in Cleveland? Why? I mean, the man's 33 years old, been in the league for 15 years, having to carry a team on his back to the NBA Finals. And a report came out the other day that he's looking to play off the ball. And him and Ben Simmons, while I said in the past they might not be that great of a fit, I think they will be a good fit. I think they will find a way to figure it out. LeBron's basketball high Q is the highest in the league. They will make it work. I can promise you that. That being said, the Boston Celtics will not own the Philadelphia 76ers for years, for years to come because the 76ers are going to bring in a superstar to go along with Ben Simmons, who's going to be a superstar, to go along with Joel Embiid, who's already a superstar, to go along with Dario Saric, who is a stud, a glue guy, and as per- and he performed he performed magnificently throughout the whole series he was great so i'm going to go off that topic man i'm just i'm upset we lost but congratulations to the celtics now you guys can go and get swept by lebron james but yeah congrats to you guys The Houston Rockets will be taking on the Golden State Warriors in the conference in the conference finals. It'll be Chris Paul's first conference finals appearance. And many people say that the Houston Rockets have a chance to knock off the Golden State Warriors, who are back-to-back NBA champions and have won three out of the last four NBA titles. I'm really excited for this series. To be honest, I want the Rockets to win. But my gut is telling me the Warriors will win. I mean, when you look at both of these teams, they're playing at their highest levels right now. You have Steph Curry coming back from injury, averaging 24 points per game. Kevin Durant's averaging 28. And every game he's played in, he's scoring over 20 points. He's playing unreal. Draymond Green is averaging a triple-double. Klay Thompson is doing what he needs to do. Knocking down threes. Their bench is playing good as well. They're showing... Sean Livingston, he's a consistent performer in the playoffs. Some guy named Kevon Looney has been a good backup center for them. And for the Houston Rockets, they're playing at the top of their game as well. I mean, James Harden, he's the MVP of the league this season. LeBron's probably, well, I mean, I would pick LeBron for MVP. But James Harden is having a great season as well. I'm not going to take that away from him. Chris Paul, he's been unreal. Last night, 40-point game. He had 20 of his 40 in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had a 41-10 and zero turnover stat line, which he's the first player to ever record that in NBA history in the playoffs. 
plus you have your Trevor Reeses of the world knocking down threes, your Eric Gordons, uh, your Clint Capellas shutting down the paint. I mean, both of these teams are unreal, and it's going to be an outstanding series to watch. But I think the two X factors for this series, one is for Golden State and one is for Houston. The X factor for the Golden State Warriors is Clay Thompson. So Clay Thompson, he's averaging around 20 points in these in these playoffs. He's a knockdown three-point shooter. He can shoot from anywhere. He's a stud. If he's hidden, it makes everything so much easier for the Golden State Warriors. But however, in the in his first round series versus San Antonio Spurs. Klay Thompson was shooting 51% from the three-point line. In this past series versus New Orleans Pelicans, he was shooting just about 28%. If Klay Thompson is shooting 28% from three, that might make a huge difference in this series, and it will work in the favor of the Houston Rockets, especially with their ability to knock down the three ball. And the X factor for the Houston Rockets is James Harden. Now, as I said, he's going to win the MVP this year. He's been balling. He's one of the top players in the league. Many people want to bring up how in the postseason he's choked. Some people have even said he's point shaved. I'm not sure about all that, but I can tell you he has folded in the playoffs before. And if he comes out and doesn't perform like he should, then the Houston Rockets will simply lose this series. I mean, Chris Paul, I'm expecting him to come out and play his best basketball every night. I'm expecting the same from their role players as well, especially guys off the bench like Gerald Green, guys who haven't had this experience. But if James Harden doesn't perform like he should, the Houston Rockets have a 0% chance to win this series. Zero. The Cleveland Cavaliers will be taking on the Boston Celtics. Uh, I talked about this a little bit earlier. And I said, basically, the Boston Celtics have no chance of being the Cleveland Cavaliers. Zero. Nada. None. In my opinion, they'll get swept. They might get gentlemen swept. I mean, they play very good versus 76ers. Do not get me wrong, but they are going up against a different beast in LeBron James and playoff LeBron James, who's averaging nearly 38, 10, and 9, shooting around 60%. He's been on fire, has as many game-winning shots this postseason or has half as many game-winning shots this postseason as Michael Jordan has had in his whole career. He is playing his best basketball in year 15 at 33 years old. And plus, the other guys for for this Cleveland Cavaliers team have stepped up too. I mean, Kevin Love was, was averaging 24 points in the last series. Kyle Korver's been knocking down the three ball at a very high rate, which is something that he did not do last year in the playoffs. J.R. Smith has been playing great again. Uh, Tristan Thompson has stepped up huge for this team. Jeff Green gives, gives them solid production off the bench. 
Boston Celtics have no chance of winning that series. Jason Tatum is going to do what he has to do. Terry Rozier is going to do what he has to do. Same thing with Jalen Brown. Marcus Morris is going to give you consistent production off the bench. Brad Stevens is going to do everything possible to try to slow down LeBron James, but it is not going to work. He is not going to be able to shut down the best player on the planet. He could shut down a young Ben Simmons, but LeBron James is a, is a different beast. And I think the Boston Celtics will quickly figure that out. So that's all I got for this podcast. Uh, that's the end of Chico Metrics for the day. I'll be coming out with a new one soon. Peace out, y'all.